1: Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun talking with my guest today. In fact, we chatted for forty-five minutes before the program even started. Um, So we're clearly going to have a, a lot of fun having a conversation. And it's funny that I talk about having conversation because we're going to be talking about your voice and how. It is such a tool in our professional repertoire, maybe is, is the way to put it, um, that we but we never even think about it. And how can we improve it and use it in the in the best way possible? So we're going to be talking with Tracy Goodwin about this today. So Tracy, welcome to our program. Oh, thank you so
0: much. I'm so excited to be here with you today.
1: Great, great. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we'll dive into this. So, do you ever wonder why your message isn't resonating? Maybe you haven't found your real voice. Tracy Goodwin is an expert at helping individuals find their voice and share it with the world. Over the last 30 years, Tracy has coached hundreds of people around the globe, including CEOs, leading Hollywood actors, entrepreneurs, and leading influencers on how to sound more confident. And make a big impact with their message. So again, Tracy, welcome. Thank you, thank you. I can't wait to have this conversation with you. It's going to be so much fun, and I love it because you know it really is. Your voice is so important, but we never stop to think about it. Um, you know, and it, you know, here I am doing a podcast about voice, and and it's funny because I know one of the things that I do is I talk too fast. Sometimes I might talk a little high. Which can be a problem with, you know, because we get excited, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, when I moved down here from Atlanta, I had someone, or to Atlanta from Denver, I had someone who listened to the podcast. And he came up to me and he said, it's got such great info, but the Harlan. Y'all got to slow down. <laughs> and so that's one of the things that, that I'm very conscious about. It's also about enunciating all these various things. But let's go back a bit and tell us tell us a little bit about your background and how it is that you discovered this is, is truly your passion in life.
0: Sure. Well, I grew up in a family that was an extreme version of children are to be seen and not heard. Ah. Uh, many people have said mm-hmm. that to me over the years, mm-hmm. that that was their experience and that was my experience. So mm-hmm. it was never on my radar mm-hmm. that I was going mm-hmm. to be a voice coach. Mm-hmm. But because of that, at a very young age, 12, 13 years mm-hmm. old, I found speaking and acting, as, and it was a great platform for me to use my voice.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I wanted to be an actor. Mm-hmm. I worked as an actor. I directed plays all over mm-hmm. the world. And there were just consistently and constantly things around me coaching voices Mm -hmm. that were huge. Mm -hmm. People kept finding me to coach their voices. And this was before social media. Mm -hmm. This was Yellow Pages Mm -hmm. days, Mm -hmm. right? But I had a real knack for it. Mm -hmm. I was fascinated with it. Mm -hmm. I loved it. And little by little, I realized that the impact that I could make for mm-hmm. people, that my true gift was in the mm-hmm. area of voice. So it, early in my 20s, I had mm-hmm. already moved into coaching voices. Wow. Primarily, I worked with actors mm-hmm. and maybe 20% business people. Mm-hmm. And then over the years, that has definitely flipped. Mm-hmm. And I predominantly work with business people. And I do still work with actors, but it, mm-hmm. but it has flipped.
1: Right. So you know, why is say you you know you're a business person why is your voice so important
0: because your voice is how we determine everything about you mm. in science has proven in the first 30 seconds we are subconsciously deciding did you go to school? Did you Mm -hmm. not go to school? Do you have a dog? Do you have Mm -hmm. a cat? Are we going to work with you? Do Mm -hmm. we like you? Do Mm -hmm. we trust you? And all of that is happening in sounds that are in our voice. And literally the listener Mm -hmm. is processing processing our sound Mm -hmm. consciously and subconsciously. It's it's the most powerful Mm -hmm. instrument we have. And I love what you said. People don't realize how powerful their voice Mm -hmm. is.
1: Yeah, you know, and and it's so true that we judge people by their voice. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and in many cases, it's negative. Mm-hmm. You know, I think of say Fran Drescher when she mm-hmm. was doing the nanny. Now, that was a very specific voice for that part. And, and it was supposed to be annoying and irritating. Um, but, yeah, we do. We think of, you know, if, if someone has a cultured voice, mm-hmm. maybe an accent. Mm-hmm. Really, huge. Oh, yeah. You're like, ooh, well, they must be smarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and all of these various things. I, I'm a huge fan of Big Bang Theory. Hmm. And one of the things that that I loved was how the character of Bernadette, you know when she first was introduced on the program, she had a normal voice. But then they discovered that her being this kind of high squeaky voice matched her character. Mm-hmm. And, and she saw how, and and granted she is also as, as a person, very diminutive, she's very petite. Mm-hmm. And she talks in the show about how people just uh, automatically they hear her, they see her, they think she's young, she's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and so that's, it, that's one of those things. And it is, you know, your voice really is something. And especially now when we're not basing our impressions on how someone really looks, right? Because we're having Zoom meetings with them. So we're not looking at their suit, their shoes, their purse, their tie, you know, their their polo shirt, you know, all of those various things. We're not seeing those. So we've lost that part of the first impression. So it really is the voice that, that you know, is is what we're basing things on. That's right. And not even
0: in many cases, not even body language. Mm-hmm. If you're on a Zoom call and they don't have their camera on, right. all you have to mm-hmm. go off of mm-hmm. is what you're
1: hearing. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, and and it really is something that people can change. I mean, and I think mm. that's the, the trick is people need to realize that it's something that can change. And it was very interesting because you are you, you're living in Texas. And when we were chatting at the start, you had a little bit of a southern drawl, mm-hmm. and of course, I find that here in in Atlanta. But when you're speaking professionally, you don't. Mm. You know, I can pick it up a little bit, but that's mm-hmm. simply because you know. But but it's funny because we you know we also associate things that people say with where they live. You know, if, I can I, you know not just an accent, but th- the words that they use. Like you know, a Canadian might say eh? -hmm. Um, you know, and and things like that. So it's it's very interesting how we change our voice to sound more professional. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, I think
0: a a lot of it is. I will always say y'all. I was. Yeah, I I started saying Mm y'all. I live. I live in Texas, but Mm -hmm. I'm from Texas, Mm -hmm. and I'm always going when I meet somebody because I was raised in Mm -hmm. Texas. I'm always going to go. Hi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, nice you know it's y'all. Right, mm-hmm. you know that hi mm-hmm. just became mm-hmm. three syllables long. Right. Mm-hmm. So those things are part of who we are mm-hmm. and they're very very valuable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what what else is there? Mm-hmm. What else is there that we have besides y'all and hi
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we use our voice? There's right. so many pieces mm-hmm. of of every voice and we want to show people who we really are. Mm-hmm. Right. You know
1: all those facets, mm-hmm. right? You know, and I mentioned in my intro, I talk too fast, mm. and you know, and, and there's a variety of reasons why that's not good. I mean, but it is me. I mean, clearly, I'm a passionate right. person that gets wound up, and that's why I get wound up. Um, but sometimes I talk so fast that people don't always catch what I'm saying, so that's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I'm talking fast. Of course, my voice automatically raises. Mm-hmm. And so that can cause issues too, and in, in a variety of ways. Mm-hmm. And we don't ever want to take that fast away. Right. That's the thing.
0: It, it's like, I don't want to change who you are, mm-hmm. but we really want to put you in control of the mm-hmm. conversation so that you can adjust the speed mm-hmm. however you want. Mm-hmm when you want. But if you're fast and passionate, man, that's Mm -hmm. your greatest greatest vocal asset. We don't want to go all of a sudden have you become professional or Mm -hmm. something because you've got to do something. No. And a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. They don't really show us who they are Mm -hmm. from a vocal perspective. Mm -hmm. And that's what we identify with so Mm -hmm. much. That tells us who you are. And we
1: love that. Right, right. Yeah. And it can be that, you know, we hear those accents. We hear those, you know, terms that people use and and that <coughs> excuse me that is how we start bonding with them. Yes. Um, you know we all know it's that the know like and trust and so it's like oh my gosh, you're from New England also you're from mm-hmm. the Midwest also you know all of these things
0: yes. Yes. But you're right. You know, people the subconscious makes decisions mm-hmm. about who we are from these sounds. Mm-hmm. And there are so many times over the years where people have wanted to work with me because they had a perception of their accent mm-hmm. or they were concerned that Wait. somebody else had mm-hmm. a negative perception mm-hmm. of their their accent. And and it, it's, you know, that's part of this game too, is mm-hmm. what is your psychology of the voice story? Mm-hmm. What's right. what are what are you telling yourself <laughs>
1: in your head, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Now you work with people on the psychology of your voice. So tell us more about that. Sure. That
0: is that gets that gets that's there's my passion. There's my passion. <laughs> mm-hmm what we think about voice and we think about all these things that you and I are already talking about but mm-hmm. what my I'm a researcher mm-hmm. you know I'm just fascinated with this stuff and I have spent years researching it and what I found to be true is that what we ultimately do vocally there's something called that I call a driver in our head mm. That, and that driver might be, it's always something that, it, it literally comes from a phrase that we heard before we're five mm-hmm. and got compounded, and the subconscious made us believe it was true. Mm-hmm. So an example would be, nobody wants to hear what you have to say, and then that noise starts running right. all the time. That little and the, voice.
1: is That little voice.
0: Right, right, right. And then the next thing you know, you've got somebody that is talking really quiet Because they think, they perceive Mm -hmm. that other people don't want to hear what they have to say. And that Mm -hmm. is not true. So we have to rewrite that story Mm -hmm. and the quiet piece that left behind. Not that
1: we Mm -hmm. can't use the quiet bit, Mm -hmm. but we want to play all the Mm -hmm. shades of the person. Right. I still remember there was a commercial years ago where they said, you know, if you want to get someone's attention, whisper. Mm -hmm. I think it was like a perfume commercial or something Mm -hmm. like that. But yeah, Mm -hmm. it was, you know, if you, to get their attention, whisper. Yeah. And, you know, and and, and, I mean, granted that works because you lean in. That's right. You want to hear more, all those various things.
0: That's right. Quiet bits. And I say, when I say bits, I mean, you don't have to do everything quiet now, Mm -hmm. but quiet bits is the second most powerful tool you have mm-hmm. in the listener's subconscious, exactly like why you said, mm-hmm. it causes them to lean in. Mm-hmm. The, their subconscious goes, ooh, she cares about me. Mm-hmm. And when now we're connected. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're going to connect if I think you care about me, if I right. know you care about me. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember that commercial, but they were spot on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it was, it was for perfume or something. Now yeah, you're yeah. going to have to look it up and, and right, see. Right. right. Um, so, you know, how does, you know, when you're working with someone, how do you find what their psychology is of their their voice? I literally
0: listen to them. Mm-hmm. And what I've done over the years is I have identified a lot of things in the form of sounds mm. that are getting in their way. Okay. So what are they doing and mm-hmm. what do we need to roll in? And I don't think of any voices as bad, first right. of all. I don't think there are v- bad just voices. It's part of us. Mm-hmm. It's a huge part mm-hmm. of us. But are there pieces of that that were shut down? Are there pieces mm-hmm. of that that w- we are not ultimately serving us? Mm-hmm. An example might be, let's say somebody is loud all the time mm-hmm. and they're loud and they're loud and they're loud and they're loud. Is that... A mask of protection. Mm. And is that mask of protection repelling people, mm-hmm. pushing them away? Mm-hmm. Do we need to roll in some quiet mm-hmm. so that they can reach everybody? Mm-hmm. So it's literally working off of sounds. And mm-hmm. it can also be working off of words if somebody mm-hmm. is uh, d- delivering too many words that we don't understand. Mm-hmm. Maybe they need to, you know, this is the plight of the expert. Mm -hmm. The plight of the expert delivers Mm -hmm. a whole bunch of words and a Mm -hmm. bunch of stuff because they know their stuff so well. Mm -hmm. Okay, hold on a minute. Every seven seconds, our brain tells us to check out. Are you you putting too many words that Mm -hmm. we don't, and and not in the sense of big words, but Mm -hmm. are you too far down the
1: rabbit hole? Have
0: we, or can we follow Mm -hmm. you?
1: Right. Yeah, I mean, we don't want to use the phrase "dumbing it down," right? But that—that is kind of, you know, kind of it. Yeah, it's—it's making it understandable by by more people, and and obviously it depends on who you're talking to. You know, if you are a physicist talking to a group of physicists, then you had better speak at that higher level. But if you're talking with, say, a classroom of fifteen-year-olds, you you are going to have to to change how you speak. Well,
0: and really what people don't realize. And again, you know, I always go back to science. Science has proven to us that the Mm -hmm. words don't make us feel Mm -hmm. that the words are important. I have a saying, the words are everything and they are nothing. Mm -hmm. But the real key thing is, what are you, how are you making me feel with those Mm -hmm. words? Are you getting me excited? Mm-hmm. Are you getting me frustrated? Are you mm-hmm. getting me on board? What are you doing with mm-hmm. those words? And a lot of times people, they, they'll come out with just a torrent of words and everything's the same. And mm-hmm. I don't even I don't know how I'm supposed to feel about right. this. So the real power becomes when I can create that journey for mm-hmm. you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: using those words, letting you know who I am and making you feel something. Mm-hmm. That's where the real power comes in.
1: Right. I love it. Now, do people or should they change their voice depending on who they're talking to? You know, I just said, you know, a group of physicists or a group of 16-year-olds?
0: Well, you know, I think that's a really great question. And I don't, I I want everybody to always deliver the best version of who Mm -hmm. they are. But yes, you're 100% right. I could go into some deeps, you know, 36 year rabbit hole of voice. Mm-hmm. But is that what you want to hear? Mm-hmm. It's really, in my opinion, about what do you want to hear? Mm-hmm. What, how can I best serve the 15 year old? Mm-hmm. What do I want to say to them that is going to make an impact on them? And is that going to change when I talk to the physicist mm-hmm. as a physicist? Mm-hmm well, of course it's going to change. Mm-hmm. So it's really about coming from the place of not so much what do I want to say, mm-hmm. but what do you need to hear? Right,
1: right. Yeah, because you know, if you deliberately try and change, a lot of times then you become inauthentic. That's right. Um, you know, Say you're speaking to the group of 16-year-olds and you start using jargon that they use. Well, that they know, uh-uh. they know that somebody my age. Now, you know, if I used it as a joke, that's that's one thing but if I right. tried to be them no that's no. it mm. that's it
0: and I've had I've worked with people over the years that literally had it in their mind and this happens a lot with younger people they'll get it in their mind well I've got to change my voice mm-hmm. so that I can sound more professional mm-hmm. no mm-hmm. we want to know who you are we right. know that you don't have 32 years in the industry mm-hmm. and and so really it's about Show us who you are. Let us know who you are from your voice. What are the best assets we can deliver vocally? And then you make the adjustment according to who your audience mm-hmm. wh- who your audience is. And that's a, such a great example. You know, pretending, almost like pretending to be something you're not. Mm-hmm. Let me go into the, the 15-year-olds and, and be cool. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no, I'm not.
1: Right. right. Right.
0: But let me show you who mm-hmm. I really am and you can mm-hmm. connect to me that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's interesting because sometimes we change and don't even realize it. You know, mm-hmm. if I'm speaking with someone who has like, you know, I'm I'm here in Atlanta. And granted, Atlanta, you don't hear a lot of accents because it's just, you know, there's so many people from all over here. But but if I'm speaking with someone for a, a longer period of time. And they have, say, a very deep Southern accent. Mm -hmm. I start kind of trending that way too, completely on accident. You know, I'll realize that I said y'all a couple of times, Mm -hmm. or I got a little twangy with with Mm -hmm. something. Is that, it's funny, you know, one of the psychology things that they talk about is that you match the gestures that someone is making to make them feel more Mm -hmm. comfortable. So if they cross their arms, you cross your arms, you know, all of those things. Do we do that with our voice too, to kind of match those? And, and, you know, should is it a subconscious thing? Is it something we should deliberately do?
0: it's absolutely the core of how psychology of the voice was created. I was fascinated with why do the Irish sound Irish and I sound Texan?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why? Why don't we all sound Wait, the same? How, how did that even happen? And what I just this is how I discovered mm-hmm. that the subconscious Puts the voice in because Mm -hmm. the sub the Irish baby Mm -hmm. is born the subconscious its sense of belonging is Mm -hmm. what it is Mm -hmm. so the the Irish baby needs to fit in the subconscious Mm -hmm. literally says we're going to hold our jaw this way we're going Mm -hmm. to hold our muscles this way so I go out and I have uh, have lunch with my sister Mm -hmm. I have now my subconscious has taken that in I want to belong with my sister Mm -hmm. so it's goes in. And we make that adjustment, Mm -hmm. but it's a hundred percent happens, and it's and it's literally sense of belonging. Mm -hmm. Is it a is it a bad thing? Is it a good thing? I I just think it is an is thing, right? You know, if I'm consciously trying to be like y'all, and I'm not, you Mm -hmm. know. Then Then it seems almost like you're poking fun at them. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the difference Mm -hmm. right there. So I always used to, when I lived in LA and I lived in New York for years and every time I would come home for the week or holidays or whatever, Mm -hmm. I'd come back and all, everybody would say, you've been back home (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I had been. Mm-hmm. In that sense of belonging, mm-hmm. this is this is who I am right. at at the core, and then that is coming in mm-hmm. to my ear, mm-hmm. and my subconscious is saying, "Okay, we want to fit in here." Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Well, and and it stays with you, you know, even when sure. you you oh, move, sure. you know, I've I've been here in Atlanta for eight years, and I still have people say, "Oh, you're Midwest," mm. and 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 that's mm-hmm. fine, you know, I'm yeah. from Colorado, and uh, you know, and and so and and part of that too is. That I deliberately try to enunciate and you know all of those various things because of what I do. Mm -hmm. But you know, it, it is interesting though, you know, it, it, you've, but as you said, you fall back into whatever it was right. really pretty
0: quickly. Oh, for sure. Because it's a part of who you are mm-hmm. and it is still in your muscle memory at mm-hmm. the core. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's been over the years, there's been a lot of people that have felt like they needed to completely eradicate their, their accent right. because it was hurting them mm-hmm. or not serving them. And we've moved away from that mm-hmm. philosophy. And I'm really glad mm-hmm. because it's, it's part of who we right. are right. i will always have a tiny bit of twang mm-hmm. i'm yeah. just going oh, yeah. to
1: if if i saw in your bio you know say i go to your linkedin profile and i see that you're from austin if you don't sound a little bit texan then it is kind of like a hmm type of right mm-hmm. it's
0: harder to connect to mm-hmm. and that's the you know the the voice is the ultimate point of connection mm-hmm. So if I'm articulating and not really being who I am, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you're like, who is this woman? I can't Mm -hmm. connect to her. And that's what people do. Mm -hmm. I've I've worked with people that literally, like I said, change their voice to Mm -hmm. a lower thing or a higher thing Mm -hmm. because they were afraid that they were being perceived the wrong way. Mm -hmm. You know, and all of that is just really tricks of the Mm -hmm. subconscious to keep us safe because the voice is the place of vulnerability. The voice is the place of judgment, Mm -hmm. right? Or so we think.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, And, and it is, I mean, I have, I have my, my radio voice where I deliberately think, slow down, enunciate, and, you know, and, 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 and that's okay because I want people to understand me all of those various things. But, uh, but yeah, it's funny because the, there will be people that, oh, you use, you know, you're in your radio voice. Mm. Um, and, and I also, you know, I also would do the thing where, you know, I, I used to work for a very large corporation mm-hmm. and we had, this was long enough ago, but we actually had caller ID on the phones. Mm-hmm. And so when the CEO called, I talked totally differently. I mean, you know, I did, I dropped my voice. Mm -hmm. I spoke more slowly because I thought that made me more professional. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, and and it was always very interesting because then you kind of, you stayed like that for a little bit and the people that worked with me went, Oh, you just been talking to Steve, haven't Mm you? (laughs) Mm -hmm.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And that's what we do. And then some people, a lot of people will get locked in that. Mm -hmm. And But what's interesting about what you said, I'm in my radio voice. See, Mm -hmm. to me, you're still the same person Mm -hmm. that I chatted with for 45 minutes. And that's the difference. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're slowing down. Maybe Mm -hmm. you're uh, articulating more, Mm -hmm. but you're still the same depth. Mm -hmm. Where we run into trouble as far as connecting and all of those Mm -hmm. things is if you had like chatted with me for 45 minutes, and then all of a sudden became this Mm -hmm. different woman. I'd be like, whoa, Mm -hmm. who are you? Mm -hmm. That's the difference. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. Yeah. And I always find it fascinating when it's an actor who has Mm -hmm. completely changed. And and clearly, you know, they're they're changing for that role. And, and so it's and it's got to be very difficult um, to to really lose the accent, gain an accent, all of those very and you know, there are times where I'm like just dumbfounded when I hear someone speak, I'm like, wait a minute. No, 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 that's not your voice. And and of course it was the voice for the role. Right. And 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 I think that's the important thing is it was a role that that's we were right. playing. So what is the role that we're playing as a business professional?
0: Right, and it and it was it's even I worked with those people, and Mm -hmm. it would be so fascinating. Mm -hmm. You'd get an email from them, and they would say, "Hey, I want to," you know, "I'm from New Zealand, and Mm -hmm. I've got this role." And then you get there, and they just switch like that, Mm -hmm. and it's it's really really Mm -hmm. interesting. But I believe that the the from a vocal perspective, Mm -hmm. the role of the business person goes back to those three pillars. Mm Are you representing confidence? Mm-hmm. Do you talk like you believe in what you're mm-hmm. talking about? Are you, or can we connect with you? Or are you vocally keeping us out because you don't want us in? And are you captivating us? Mm-hmm. Are right. you, you know, are you creating that experience mm-hmm. for us with the use mm-hmm. of vocal variety? Mm-hmm. Those are the things to me.
1: Mm-hmm. But are there things that are just annoying? That that yes. are going to be a detriment. So yes. the high squeaky voice, yes, you know all of those things. So how do you work with people to eliminate those? Yes. So I'll give
0: you a perfect example, and you may have you may have you may have alluded to this earlier on, but it's a classic, and everybody will know it. It's what I call the lilt when somebody turns everything into a question, right? And at the women end, do
1: that a lot. Women do it a mm-hmm.
0: lot. So let me tell you how. Dangerous that is, mm-hmm. right? And this is not to be taken as a criticism, but the subconscious perceives that as why are you asking for my per- right. permission? Right. And so you've got it, somebody sharp, somebody mm-hmm. talented, b- working their way up, and then and mm-hmm. we're going to have a hard time going, do you really know what you're mm-hmm. talking about? So that's not serving that person. We've got to eradicate that. Mm -hmm. And that's where we literally go to technique, go to the muscle memory. Mm -hmm. And I put in, it depends on the person and and how they work, but Mm -hmm. we've got to flatten that out. We've Mm -hmm. got to flatten that out. And like, there's an activity I I do called drive to the end, where literally they recreate sentences Mm -hmm. where they're driving to the end of the sentence, putting in a new voice habit, Mm -hmm. So that, that everything's not a question now right? because that's not serving them mm-hmm. or staying in that high pitch all the time like this. Okay. Mm-hmm. So trust is built in the melody. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like this all the time, I'm not going to trust you mm-hmm. because you're right. locked into that. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we all have a voice aversion too. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like loud. Some people don't like high like that. You mm-hmm. stay on that one note, mm-hmm. you've lost part of your audience. So those detrimental things mm-hmm. we really do want to get rid mm-hmm. of.
1: And the things like saying, you know, and, and I know mm. that there are times where I say that too much. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, I also think that those are part of our natural speech patterns.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It was interesting. I was interviewed on someone else's program, and, and it was you know, a fairly short interview. It was about a 15-minute interview. And we recorded for maybe 30, which you know, was kind of like, okay, I don't know how she's hmm. going to cut this down. But, you know, it was her program. She does mm-hmm. what she wants and she said oh i usually spend about 3 hours editing mm. now at that point i'd done probably 500 programs and you know and and, mm. and i you know and so i was like holy shimoli i spend you know on average maybe 10 minutes editing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she edited out every mm. single um you know all of those various things, mm. and so when I listened to it, for one thing, it didn't sound like me because I have those affectations. So you know, my my ear didn't match with what it it should be. But to me, it sounded so stilted that I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 it was very interesting. She just she she thought that it made the the program sound more professional, mm. but to me, it didn't. I I just didn't like it. And and you know, it was because we do we go. Uh, you you know, and, and right. we have those dramatic pauses and, right. and we say, oh, and and now granted, there are times where you shouldn't be doing that and you should be working on it. You know, if, if somebody says, you know, every single sentence or like, like. Mm, that's it. So, yeah, you know, there are definitely times where we need to take some of those out, but we still have those affectations.
0: And I've worked with people that, that do shows that do that mm-hmm. same thing. They edit out every breath, every mm-hmm. this, every... And I'm like, are you kidding me? Right? right? Mm-hmm. And you're exactly right. It's not a problem unless it's a problem. Mm-hmm. If like, you know, like I say, like, you know, every other yeah. like, you then know, you're like, like that, um. then it's... But, you know, even then, maybe some people can connect with that. Mm-hmm. But in the long right. game, it will hurt you. Mm-hmm. in the long game. And what really even bothers me more about it is, are you doing it as a buffer, mm-hmm. are you buffering with, Wait. you know, you know, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know, because you don't want to let us in. Mm-hmm. That's what bothers mm-hmm. me. But I'm a huge fan. I mean, in fact, I tell my people all the time, what are the bits of you? Mm-hmm. Do you snort laugh? Let right. me hear it. Yeah. I want to hear that because mm-hmm. I do too. And I'm going to relate to that. Do mm-hmm. you get excited? Do you, you know, all those things show us who you are. Mm-hmm. So it's only a problem if it's a problem. Right.
1: Well, and sometimes it's a lack of preparation, you know, and and, and that's the key is, in fact, when we see people presenting on stage, they don't typically have a lot of those affectations because they're just more prepared. They have practiced it. Mm -hmm. You know, again, it is kind of like an actor giving that monologue. But, you know, if we're not, where because we use those affectations a lot of times to give our mind a chance to figure out what we're going to say, you know. So the more prepared you are, the less likely you are to have a lot of those those things. Well,
0: and they're literally just habits, right? Literally mm-hmm. just habits, mm-hmm. uh, filler words. Right. Um, you know, that's literally comes from retrieval, mm-hmm. and then we create a habit. And mm-hmm. it it's okay if it's not all the time, but we can re- we can rewrite any habit. Mm-hmm. Just like the lilt up, right? That's a habit. Mm-hmm. Somebody heard somebody do that. And in mm-hmm. fact, I worked with a gal one time who got locked in a higher pitch voice, a real nasal thing. Mm-hmm. And I, and we were working together and she looked at me and she said, you know, I didn't always sound like this. And I said, well, when, when did yeah. you start? Why mm-hmm. did you start? Why? And she said, yeah, the prettiest popular girl in high school talked that way. Uh. So she started copying her, mm-hmm. right? And there it was. And mm-hmm. then she created a habit and then realized, wait a minute, I don't think mm-hmm. this is good. She was an actor, actually. Mm-hmm. And they had said, you got to get rid of that. Mm-hmm. But isn't that interesting? That's what we do. It's kind of mm-hmm. goes back to that accent thing. Mm-hmm. We mimic what we hear. Mm-hmm. We mimic. We want to belong. We want right. to fit in.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and it's, it is, it is especially if you are, say, a presenter. Mm-hmm. And you're trying, you know, you can't match everybody in the audience. And so you, right. you need to kind of keep it in an even keel. So, it, but it is Ethan here we go. No, I, see, I my love train those of thought, bits, right? but I love those bits. Um, and, and, and it's just me, you know, and granted yeah. part of that is because I ramble and I'm like, oh squirrel. Um, but <laughs> you know, it, it is, it is, it takes practice. And mm-hmm. that's where people I'm, I'm assuming really do work with you to get, where they they're prepared. They can go through all of those things because we, we have, you say we've been with someone, you know, they're trying to sell us something and they start doing the, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to thing. And pretty soon I'm thinking no. Or I mm-hmm. listen to interviews. Oh my gosh, when I, you know, I'm, I'm a huge college sports fan. Mm-hmm. And I'll listen to the interviews where they're interviewing the players afterwards. And when I start counting the number of times they say, oh, yeah. or, you know, yeah. then I've lost what they're saying. I'm not right. paying any attention to what they're saying, because I'm so caught up in how many times they're saying, you know.
0: Right. There are definitely distractions. Mm-hmm. And so practice is a part of it. But the things that are created habits, Mm -hmm. the things that are not serving us, we really do want to eradicate Mm -hmm. them. We really do. You know, if it's a problem, we want to eradicate it. If you're not maximizing your full voice potential with voice habits that aren't Mm -hmm. serving you, we want to eradicate Mm -hmm. them. But then, yeah, you know, you've got to be prepared. You've got Mm -hmm. to, I don't think you have to practice 32 hours. You know, Mm -hmm. people go to that extreme Mm -hmm. too. And I don't think you need Mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. But All these filler words and things are literally retrieval. So when you see those people that are, um, and, and, and all that, they, they, they don't know what they're saying. Mm -hmm. They're trying to find the words, you know, or even on stage, if somebody's Mm -hmm. doing that, like you said, they weren't prepared, Mm -hmm. they're searching, they're not grounded Mm -hmm. in their message, knowing what they're going
1: to deliver. Right. Right. You know, and, and as we were seeing the habits are yeah. something it's interesting there's a, a friend of mine here in Atlanta who is a realtor mm. and he calls everybody in his database about every quarter just checking in you know can is there anything i can be doing for you he's not calling to sell you a house he's not calling to buy your house mm. he's just checking in and it's so interesting because when he makes his calls he stands mm. and he's in front of a mirror mm-hmm. so he's remembering to smile, mm-hmm. to, you know, and so he's, you know, yes, he's talking to himself, but he is using it as a tool to remember, here's, you know, I'm, I'm talking to another person. And even though it's fairly scripted, what he's saying, it still comes across as being much more conversational. And it, and mm-hmm. I always just thought that was very interesting because, and, and the, the whole standing part, you know, all mm-hmm. these things, and those are techniques, obviously, that he has learned, but I love it when they say, you know, it's, you know, when especially if they can't see you, mm-hmm. be smiling, obviously if it's appropriate, as you're talking. And so for him being in front of the mirror, he's seeing himself smile. Yes.
0: And I and that's such a great technique because what we tend to do, I, I call it heavy and light mm-hmm. vocally. Mm-hmm. And I can get real heavy and I can get real right. focused. And we're about serious. And, and and it's very it becomes yes, thinking it be, serious. Mm-hmm. That's right. And it becomes very heavy. There's a heavy feel about it. But if mm-hmm. I start smiling to you, it's automatically mm-hmm. going to lift mm-hmm. the energy, lift right. the, you know, mm-hmm. and we and we can have
1: both, mm-hmm.
0: but who wants to have, you know, how, how, how am I going to sell you something if I'm all down here right. and serious? Yeah, the You're not second be... I
1: start snoozing, we got to
0: problem. Right? Mm-hmm. right. You know, and it it's about how do I want, it goes back to that. How do I want you to feel? Mm-hmm. I'm excited about what I'm talking to you about. Mm-hmm. How do I want you to mm-hmm. feel about it? Well, if I want you to feel excited, I mean, is this going to get you excited if I'm, mm, probably not. you know, right? Probably not. Mm-hmm. But it, even literal physical mm-hmm. smiling lifts mm-hmm. the weight off the voice. Mm-hmm. Right so he's what he's doing is working
1: oh yeah you know it, it, and and it's funny because it, he in most cases is leaving a message for somebody he's not mm. talking with them and it's and he said, you know, he has discovered it is very different. Yep, the response rate that he gets because you know if you're just calling and leaving a voicemail message for somebody, a lot of times you're just kind of going through, hey, I need to say this, and and oh my gosh, I'm actually really glad I don't have to talk to you in person, and I can leave this message, and you just leave this long rambling blada blada blada, and and you know they they hit erase several yep. seconds into it. Right? Yes. I'm
0: so glad you said that because that is what we're talking about here. You don't, th- you, like you said, you think you're just leaving a message mm-hmm. and you're rambling on and mm-hmm. you don't have any expression and you don't have any change mm-hmm. and you don't have any of this. Sometimes we can't even understand what you're saying. Well, you just made an impression. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do with that? Right. Right. And And so every single time we mm-hmm. use our voice, how do we want to impact mm-hmm. people? How do, you know, what what do we want to make mm-hmm. them feel? Right. So even in a voice message, it can make all the mm-hmm. difference in the world. Right,
1: And we never want to sound like it's scripted.
0: Never. Um, even though
1: it, it very well may be, you know, like, right. like I was saying, my friend, he's leaving all these messages for, you know, over and over again. Obviously, it's scripted. We just, you know, and, and granted here in Atlanta, we're still going through it, the election. Mm-hmm. How many times do we get messages or even, you know, actually speaking with someone and maybe it's a customer service call, whatever it is, where it is very oh, scripted. And worst. I hate those. And, and of course, I'm really bad. I try and throw them off. Now mm. I am not one of those people that, that yeah, but I know people who do this. You know, so you're you're going through your scripted call to me and they say, What are you wearing? <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> and but yeah, you know, it, so you don't want to be that person who no somebody answer or or maybe they just interrupt you or you know, I had someone yesterday calling to sell me something and I said not right now, but please leave me on your list because they were asking for a donation. Mm. And it just, you know, and and he said, "Well, what about, you know," and and he just went right back into his thing. And I said, "Sir, and I, you know, I put on my mother voice, right? You know, mm-hmm. and, and if he could have seen me, that finger went. You know, I was mm-hmm. waving my mm-hmm. finger. Sir, I just told you that I do not want to, I am not going to give you money right now and keep me on, you know, but but please keep me on the list. And he started with, yeah, but, and I hung mm-hmm. up on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't matter what he was going to say because he wasn't paying attention to what right. I was saying. We were gone. And that's the problem with scripted calls that we just, you know, we get so caught up in that, that we don't realize, okay, we totally missed what they were saying to us.
0: That And it's so huge. And that to me, I call that the difference at talking at versus mm-hmm. talking to. Right. And if I start talking at you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to repel you. Right. It's just going to happen, mm-hmm. whether you script like, it or like not. Like I said,
1: I'm going to try and trick you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm try for and sure. You up. Mm-hmm. For sure.
0: For sure. And it's, it's it's got to be reciprocal. Mm-hmm. I tell people struggle on video, people struggle on all mm-hmm. these different things they come and talk to me about. And part of it is mm-hmm. they go into this mode of, I've got to deliver some information mm-hmm. to you and I'm not listening to anything you say. And I, I tell everybody, turn it into a conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? It has to be, mm-hmm. even if it's scripted, mm-hmm. even if you're uncomfortable, Even if it's weird that it's video and there's nobody there you're talking Mm -hmm. to, imagine that it's a conversation. You have to.
1: If you're in front of a mirror, be in front of a mirror. Right.
0: -hmm. Right. Right. And there's so many, but you know, a lot of times when people are trying to eradicate a bad voice habit, Mm -hmm. that's exactly where I put them, Mm -hmm. is in front of the mirror. A lot of people will do things that aren't working for them. Mm-hmm. How do I fix it? A lot of people move around too much. And this right. will be like not on- a lot. Right? Yeah, and I never well, realize it till I see in the video, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Well, I'll get these entrepreneurs and they're wiggling all over the place in the video so much mm-hmm. that we can't even focus on their message. Right. How do you eradicate that? I put them right in front of the mirror and mm-hmm. force them to be mm-hmm. still. Right. It overrides mm-hmm. the habit, creates a new one. Mm-hmm.
1: Boom. So let's talk about some things that have happened within the last seven-ish months that have really caused problems. Okay, so I'm putting on my visual aid here. For Mm -hmm. those of you who are just listening, imagine I now have a mask on because I do have a mask on. Mm -hmm. It's going to change My voice. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I'm taking this back off just because I (laughs) can't breathe. Um, But how are are you finding that that is is something new that you're having to deal with? Is is how is a mask changing someone's voice?
0: Sure, mask is a part of it, and people feel like the solution is to get louder, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily Mm -hmm. the solution because in all volume things, I don't always. Usually it's not volume. Usually Mm -hmm. it's what I call a flow problem. Mm. So the first thing that we want to look at is are you dropping your jaw? Are you moving your mouth? Mm -hmm. Or are you talking like, see, I've locked up my jaw and do you see how everything sounds totally different? So if you're Mm -hmm. locking your jaw, if you're in brace mode, you're not going to have any flow Mm -hmm. of that sound. So that's the first thing. Mm -hmm. Are you, you know, is there, and a lot of people hold tension in their jaw, Mm -hmm. right? They're braced. Mm -hmm. We function in Mm -hmm. brace mode. So you've got to open your mouth Mm -hmm. first and foremost. And I'm not saying, turn that into articulation Mm -hmm. over articulate, Mm -hmm. but take a look at, are you Mm -hmm. moving your mouth? Mm -hmm. Second, we've got to have air propelling that sound Mm -hmm. out. If I'm holding my breath, my sound has nothing behind Mm -hmm. it to push it through that mask. So not only do I have to move my mouth, Mm -hmm. but I can't be in brace mode on Mm -hmm. my breath. Mm -hmm. I've got to be letting my air come in and out Mm -hmm. and send that Sound mm-hmm. out. Those are a couple of things that are really important mm-hmm. because when you cover
1: your mouth, you're like, you know, mm-hmm. you're
0: like, then we're not going to understand anything you say,
1: right? Right? Yeah, and of course, the hard part, the the other hard part about masks is when we're doing that, and you know, this this applies to only part of us. Our glasses fog up, oh, <laughs> you know? yes. and so if if I'm trying to Speak a little bit more clearly or breathe, you know, then my glasses. And I'm like, oh, for God's sakes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, mass are just, it, they're hard. It's, it's so many problems. It's hard. You know, and, and, and it is, but everybody of course is having the, the issues, but I think some of it is that we do have to project a little bit more, especially mm, if sure. you're a quiet talker. For because sure. Because this is going to muffle it. For um, sure. But yeah, and you get
0: introspective and you forget. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm on Zoom, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm, maybe I'm quieter. Mm-hmm. Yes, volume is definitely mm-hmm. a part of it. What I don't want people to do is feel like they've got to start shouting right. because you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just an awareness mm-hmm. of, oh, I've got mm-hmm. these extra barriers. Mm-hmm. Let me make an effort to make sure mm-hmm. I'm increasing my volume. Right. And you can think about that like filling the space. Am I filling the space with my sound, or am I just feeling, feeling right mm-hmm. what's in front of me with my sound? You've got to fill the space,
1: right? Yeah, I remember years ago when when I was um, I, I sang a lot, and I had a voice instructor who you know we he wanted us to be heard in the back of the, mm-hmm. the theater, mm-hmm. and so he would stand and and put literally put his fist right in our diaphragm and then lean into it. So mm-hmm. it was hard to breathe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't breathe from your diaphragm, you were not going to be able to project. And right. so part of it was, you know, we were building up those muscles to, to be able to, to do that. And, and, you know, people are, you know, and, and I can still do that. I mean, I could be heard. And I will tell people, you know, that's my outside voice. Mm. Um, you know, I can be heard more just because I can start going from my diaphragm and projecting a bit more.
0: Mm-hmm yeah and and it all goes back to breath. most people breathe from their lungs right they take a little teeny mm-hmm. tiny breath and then they hold it in. Mm-hmm. Have you ever? Ha- um, uh, maybe in interviewing or in life, mm-hmm. you've had people that they say a whole lot of words, and all of it you can tell that their words are getting thinner and uh-huh. thinner. But they're not going to take a breath; yeah. they're and, gonna and and going to keep going until they pass tri- out. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's true. Mm-hmm. So then you know, and then they grab in a breath. Well, we've got to retrain mm-hmm. that. You've mm-hmm. got to take in air. You've mm-hmm. got to let that air out with your well, words, and especially
1: with masks because that oh, is yeah. one of the things. It's it's okay. It's not harder to breathe in masks. You know, I always tell people, you're not going to pass out. You know, now right. you might be breathing differently. And cause problems. But, you know, I I, when people have told me, you know, I can't breathe in a mask, I'm going to pass out. I say, well, you know what? I had a surgery that lasted eight hours. I am pretty sure that nobody passed out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So you have to get used to it and things. But but it is getting used to breathing in that mask so that you're not fogging up your glasses and and things like that. And, And so it does take practice. Absolutely. Because you're writing new habits. Mm -hmm.
0: I can't go into the gym and lift Mm -hmm. 80 pound weights if I've never lifted five. Mm -hmm. I've got to build up the muscles. Does it mean I can't do it? Of course I can do it, Mm
1: -hmm. but can't
0: do it like that. Right. Right. Yeah. You know?
1: Now, the other thing that is, you know, obviously a product of our times that I think is going to continue are online meetings. You know exactly like we're what we're doing here. Whether uh, you know it's a, a one-on-one call or or more things like that, and so you know we've mentioned it. We're not picking up on uh, you know somebody's body language things like that, but on Zoom on a recording things like that is are there different voices? I mean, is is that something that is is new?
0: Different voices, yes. But I want to tell you what creates the different voice and what the biggest problem for a lot of people is on Zoom. A lot of people are weirded out by this. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. I'm right. looking at myself,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's the same thing on video. Yeah, we get caught like, up
1: in, oh my God, that's how I look. Totally.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how I sound. That's mm-hmm. how I look. So when we get up in our head and get freaked out about it, the first thing that's going to happen is our vocal energy is going to drop. Mm. And that like when we started, mm-hmm. you may notice that I elevated my vocal mm-hmm. energy, right. right? I work at a high vocal energy mm-hmm. and that's great, but mm-hmm. everybody doesn't. Mm-hmm. And so one of the most important things to do, so, because sometimes you've got 40 boxes on the mm-hmm. zoom screen, right. how are you going to stand out? Mm-hmm. I got to find you. I can't mm-hmm. just look to the left. You've got to elevate your vocal mm-hmm. energy. And and that's a weird thing. It's like, okay, what's vocal energy? Mm-hmm. Well, you could think about it like passion. Mm -hmm. How do I, you know, it goes back to feeling. Mm -hmm. How do I feel about this? Well, I'm excited to be here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to connect to that energy. Mm -hmm. And that's critical because Mm -hmm. that's the first thing that tanks for people on video because they're just so weirded out.
1: And we're tired of this. You know, there are times where I'm, I'm
0: on zoom for hours, Right. Right. Zoom fatigue is real. Mm-hmm. And again, just like all these other muscles we're, we're building up, you're not going to go from, let's say, a, an extremely shy introvert. Mm-hmm. They generally will work at a lower vocal energy. Mm-hmm. And not, right. nothing's bad mm-hmm. here, right? But they're not going to go from working at a more introspective vocal energy to all of a sudden being like this mm-hmm. all the time. That'll be even more exhausting. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things I think that is involved in this mm-hmm. Zoom fatigue, is people are feeling that they have to raise their mm-hmm. energy, but they've maybe right. not put it all together mm-hmm. yet. You've got to build that muscle up. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the key things that you've got to do is build up that energy. Mm-hmm. I believe that we also have to really look at emphasizing words. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you know. It is one of the biggest problems online is that it's really easy for me to just reach over here and check my yeah. phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah right? Or play Mm -hmm. Angry Birds or look at Mm -hmm. a screen. Mm -hmm. So if everything is the same, everything is the same, everything is the same. When that's my brain, every seven seconds is going to tell me to check out. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. You've got to, what are the words that need to jump out? Mm -hmm. What do I need to know is important? We've got to elevate that emphasis to make the message clear. Mm -hmm. Those are a couple of things that become really critical. Because what happened, like you said, different voices. What happens is everything just kind of drains mm-hmm. out of people's voices because it's right. Weirdville now, mm-hmm. right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 we do. We have to keep their attention, um, right? You know, whether it's one on one or you know, I I did one last night where there were five screens of people. We had a hundred and twenty people oh, on this, and wow. you know, and and so it was and it. it not only did we have the problem with, we had so many people, we, then I get caught up in looking at it and I'm like, oh, right. that, one's, that one's eating. And and so right. I'm watching what everybody else is doing. Right. So, you know, the, you need to be thinking about, okay, do you really want to be showing everybody's video depending on what right. you're doing? You know, all sorts of things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's, it's so interesting that this is now something, and we're going to have to be dealing with this. We're going to get used to this because we'll it's a great to it. way to do business. I mean, we're not having oh, yeah. travel expenses, all these various things.
0: Well, I love it and I've done it forever. I mean, I couldn't even be here with you today. Right. Well, I guess we could be on the phone, but Mm -hmm. we couldn't be here Mm -hmm. like this. But we do have to get used to it. Mm -hmm. And it it does require acute attention Mm -hmm. and it does require acute listening Mm -hmm. because like I said, I can't feel your body energy. Mm -hmm. I can't see your hand gesture. Mm -hmm. I can't Just look over to the Mm -hmm. left. I can't imagine trying to find Mm -hmm. somebody in the 120 squares. Mm
1: -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know, it's hard
0: enough with five squares. Right. But the 120. So you do have to command a presence. Mm -hmm. You do have to elevate Mm -hmm. that energy. You do have to make your message Mm -hmm. pop with things like Mm -hmm. adding emphasis. Mm -hmm. Right? Right
1: and and it is about how things are set up too because you know it, it was funny one of the primary speakers last night had his camera down lower mm. and very close mm. he had a lot of nose hairs <laughs> oh man <laughs> that close oh yeah oh, you know wow. and, and it was like oh my god and then the other speaker was way back yeah. And so, you know, there was far more room than speaker. And now it was, it was a plain room. So you weren't mm-hmm. caught up in looking at, at all sorts of things. But yeah, he was so far away, you didn't even know he was speaking.
0: Oh, wow. You know, and, and,
1: and, you know, the nice thing about Zoom was it puts the little yellow box and you knew, okay, well, this was, was who mm-hmm. was supposed to be speaking. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so it is about the setup also. Totally. You know, how, you know and, and all of those things. But, you know, one of the things you talk about, we don't have too much time left, but the five elements of vocal variety, what the heck mm-hmm. are those? So
0: in my work, I figured out that the different sounds that, you know, the, we really all have a vocal orchestra. Mm-hmm. And all the different sounds are what touch the senses mm-hmm. of the listener, the senses trigger the emotion. Mm-hmm. What we tend to do now, if you look at a, a young child, you'll notice that they sometimes they're loud and sometimes they're mm-hmm. quiet and sometimes they're fast and sometimes mm-hmm. they're slow. And those are the elements of vocal variety. Mm-hmm. As we get older mm-hmm. and older and, and we have life happens mm-hmm. and this happens and we temper that down. Mm-hmm. But, but when we're with the people that we are most comfortable with, Mm -hmm. all those things come out. Right. So they are pause, which is the most powerful of Mm -hmm. all. I'm a voice coach and the Mm -hmm. most powerful thing I can tell Mm -hmm. you is pause, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which Mm -hmm. I still think is funny. Elongation, Mm -hmm. that shows, that expresses degrees of emotion. Mm -hmm. Loud sometimes, soft sometimes, Mm -hmm. which we've already touched on Mm -hmm. a little bit. Sometimes you're fast, sometimes you're slow. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you get higher and sometimes Mm -hmm. you get lower. Mm -hmm. We want to create as much of that orchestra as we can mm-hmm. because that's how we trigger the emotions right. of the listener. Mm-hmm. And, and it's also who we really are. That's, mm-hmm. the, that's how we reflect who we are and how we feel. Mm-hmm. I want you to know who I am because mm-hmm. that's how we connect.
1: Right. And as you said, it's the orchestra. You need the orchestra. all of those pieces. That's right. Um, you know, and 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 it's funny because I I love the pause too. I used to and I still do media training, mm. and one of the things that I that we always told people is a reporter is going to put in a dramatic pause mm. because we don't like silence, so we're going right. to fill it. And so a right. lot of times, a reporter, especially if they're trying to get you to say something you might not have wanted to say they're going to have that pause because you're going to get uncomfortable with that silence and you're going to want to fill it. And so we always tell people, nope, just, you know, or you might say, you know, I'm, you know, Tracy, do you have another question? You know, or or something like that to to make them do it. But yeah, we know those pauses, we don't like them, but you know, the dramatic pauses really, it's kind of like we were saying before with whispering.
0: Right. Totally. 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 And they speak volumes to the subconscious of the Mm -hmm. listener. It is the most powerful tool we Mm -hmm. have. And you're right. Nobody likes it. We avoid it. We Mm -hmm. don't want to pause. We have all these stories around. Oh, they're going to cut us off. They're going to think we don't know what we're talking about or, oh, I'm uncomfortable. I got to fill this. Mm -hmm. Nope. Got to rewrite a new muscle. Mm Got to rewrite a new habit on that. Mm -hmm.
1: I love it. Well, oh my gosh. We just have a couple minutes left. This has been so much fun. I can't right? believe it. It's been so I know, much fun. I know. You know, it, it's always tons of fun talking with my people ask me why do you do these programs? Hello, I get to talk with the coolest people. Right. Um, you know, and, and so I have so much fun. But tell us first of all, how do people find you and and then talk a little bit about the services that you provide.
0: Sure. Best place to find me is over at the website, CaptivateTheRoom.com.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I'm on social media, mm-hmm. CaptivateTheRoom.com or Tracy Goodwin on uh, LinkedIn. I'm Tracy mm-hmm. Goodwin mm-hmm. and I have a podcast, mm-hmm. Captivate The Room. So those are that's where you can find mm-hmm. me. And I work with people individually, but I also have a really fun small group program mm-hmm. that runs for about eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And then I also have a digital course. Mm-hmm. So three different options. Great. For people. Perfect. Yeah. You know, and obviously you can work remotely. Yeah. Yeah. People all over the mm-hmm. world. And have we were talking before the show about mm-hmm. Skype before there even was right. Zoom. And mm-hmm. that's what that's what I love mm-hmm. so much about this technology mm-hmm. is we don't have to be in the same room together anymore.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and I would imagine in some ways it's actually a little easier for you to just almost have the voice that you're dealing with. Rather than trying to figure out body language and all those. Oh, things.
0: for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. I
1: swallowed a frog. Uh,
0: no, I love it. It's really been phenomenal for my business because I've had the opportunity to expand my reach and help people in other countries and other parts of the the world mm-hmm. and other parts of the U.S. that really are, are drawn to the kind of work that I do, <coughs> but don't have anybody
1: near them that can do it wait, like this. Right. I love it. You know, and yeah, technology is is phenomenal. I, I yeah. love being able to do this.
0: Yeah, me too. I, I never I never would have imagined mm-hmm. when I was playing my eight track player mm-hmm. that we would live in a world that we could do so many cool right. things.
1: Right. Oh yeah. You know, and 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 the cool thing is like you said, it's people around the world. Yeah. You know, we have listeners oh, yeah. and, and viewers from around the world. You can have clients from around the world. Yeah. you know The only th- thing is time constraints. Um, right. you know, and, and depending on what you do, if you're up at three in the morning to work with yeah. them, well, you're up at three in the morning to work with them.
0: That's right. Yeah, I've got people, a lot of people in Australia, and it's just so cool mm-hmm. to get to it. You're, you're like, wow,
1: you're a day ahead of me. Mm-hmm. I know. It's, <laughs> it's always, when we when we schedule guests that are, are, you know, at that side, it's always so interesting because it's like, okay, we're talking Friday. No, we're talking. I know. You know, and, 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 you know. It's just wild to me. Mm-hmm. And luckily, the computer tells you.
0: Oh, you know? I know, right? Thank goodness for time converters, or I'd be in a I big, know. big mess.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, this really has been absolutely fascinating. And, you know, I think it is something that every professional needs to think about, especially in the, you know, with the way that times have changed. You know, we're having to do these things online. We're not meeting with people in person. And, you know, when we're meeting with people in person, what is that impression that they are getting from, from your voice? I mean, that I think is just absolutely critical. So, you know, do you have any final words for us? Speaking of voice, do you have any final words? Right,
0: right. Well, I just, I guess if I had any final words, first of all, stop. If you think your voice is bad, stop. There are no bad voices. Mm -hmm. But do really start thinking about maximizing Mm -hmm. the power of your voice. Think about using your voice in such a way that it makes people feel something. Think about your voice as an orchestra. Mm -hmm. What song do you want to play?
1: Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, again, I have been having a great time talking with Tracy Goodwin. She can be found at captivatetheroom.com because that's what we're trying to do. I am Deb Creer, and everyone have a great day.
0: Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network.